Okay, this is the season, I think for the next 10 years, we're going to start very sure with one child and chukah same, but this is the season. And this is, um, believe it or not, after 80-something shirim, we didn't cover everything, at least not every possibility. We have at least the parameters. So somebody said that one of the major car manufacturers and retailers was having a program, Toys for Tots. Sounds catchy. Never heard of this, but uh, I don't buy new cars. So um, he wanted to know, I'll read to you the lush of the advertisement. We have a Silverado, I guess that's the name of him. Me a nice car, truck, something like that. It's a truck. It's a truck. Okay. It has to fit a lot of stuff according to this. Uh, which company is it? Which? Chevy. Chevy. Okay. So you have a Silverado that sits on the showroom floor where we asked for new unwrapped toys only. Campaign runs, coincidentally, from October 1st through December. Can't figure out why they would have these couple of months. Customers will bring toys to see $500 assistance toward cars, $1,000 assistance toward trucks. Pretty good, of course. That's probably on their retail bumper sticker, which was raised 500 and 1,000 apiece. Well, they do that, but we're not here to discuss that part. So they're giving $500, and the person asking the Shiloh thinks that it's uh, real, and $500 is $500. So he wants to know, can he uh, bring a toy? So, I, I don't want to say it's categorically all, sir. I said, look, you have a few choices here. You can ask the guy... And these dates, when they fill it up, the ad goes on to say, when they fill it up, then they're going to give it out in a certain week in December or a week before that. So I said, you can either go and ask him, are you giving it out to Jewish kids for Hanukkah also? Which I don't think he should do, but he could. It's a free country. And if the guy says, without stalling, too much having and hoeing, he says, oh, sure, Jewish kids, we have lots of them in Nebraska, uh, wherever he... Uh, Getting them from this is this across the country. This uh, so it doesn't have to be in Nebraska. Maybe they're not. Uh, he wants to know in uh, Baltimore, New York, uh, Lakewood. Uh, are doing it? So if he says yes, and it's true, so then it's okay. Why are they collecting this time of year for Hanukkah? The guy also has something this time of year. Okay. I don't suggest he ask that. If he doesn't ask that, then I'm pretty sure they'd run into a legal issue if a Jewish kid showed up asking for a toy for Hanukkah. But I don't know if anybody's showing up. And if they're not, the umdah the mukhach is that this is for the holiday at the end of December. And um, I don't think a Haimish guy should be bringing wrapped or unwrapped toys to the Silverado to partake of this. Now, why don't I say it's absolutely us, sir? So let me contrast that. The trick-or-treating we had last month, which many said was a Kiddush Hashem, in a way it was at least to make Dike Sholem. It's Dike Sholem in certain townships near certain other towns in Lakewood and uh, Lakewood Township and others where they're having problems with the Ganyam and they did the smart thing. That's, that's where you make up for Dr. Shalom. Trick-or-treating is in the right of but contributing when the knock on the door is not usher and if it'll uh, help out with the neighbors and the Dr. Shalom, then fine. And then it's good for the Jews. The contribution over here, one could argue, well, it's also Dr. Shalom. They see a Hamish guy bringing a toy to the Silverado. But... It's still a difference. The Halloween is more pagan than December 25th is in many ways. But over there, they knock on the door, they ask for some Kit Kats. You give them Kit Kats, and uh, you're not really giving them something to eat under the bush or whatever they do with it. And they don't know what they're doing. And that's not a heter we spent the main theme for six months on this. It's not a heter if they don't know what it is. It's still Hugo Sam. 
But at least they're not doing it. They're not in the Kitkat, L'Shem Avodazara. Here, you're saying, well, they're not having the tree and unwrapping the things of L'Shem Avodazara either. True, but they don't, they think that's part of the Christian holiday. The fact that it's commercialized and some people claim some Yidla made up the whole thing and uh, I don't know. It comes from pagan, the Christians co-opted a lot of pagan customs and the tree was one of them. So it wasn't Christian, but it was, it was pagan. And to actively give something toward that is my mind still a little bit worse. I, I still don't think categorically asked it because, you know, how do you know what they're doing it? Maybe they're all pocketing it. Maybe that it's not like it's too far in advance. It's the whole season, October 3, even though it's clear what they're getting at. I, it's got to be a better way to make $500. I'm not comfortable with it, even though I can't say it's also. Anybody know about this program? Do you see it in the showroom? What? Everyone's going to be at the Chevy dealer uh, Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have said that during the... Uh, tomorrow, Chevy's going to be inundated with a thousand Hamish Yidin. Then, if they're all together collectively, Taka asks, is this for Hanukkah? We heard there's a Hanukkah giveaway, toy giveaway program, uh, depending where it is. But it just looks a little strange. Uh, the next point, just to finish up something we were discussing last week, and then we're going to go back... To to the sugi we started introducing about the medical issues of parents, which is a large sugi. The keyboard aspect, we had two examples from Chumash, Parsh Ve'ishlach and Parsh Ve'eshev. We spoke about the shifte cause Havamina of why they wanted to kill Yosef and sell Yosef, and we discussed yesterday before Meirav. If you put all the facts together and line them up and don't look at them independently, it looked very bad. Because Abba Chalamis, he wanted to be king. They had a pattern that one kid was in, one kid was out. That happened by Avram's children and by Yisrael and children. And they thought the same pattern would follow, and one's in and one's out. The father is giving him a gesenis pasta, making him special, has a special seder with him, giving him over the Maseira. He's having dreams he's going to be king, and he's talking Lashonar about them, that's painting them like Rashan. You put all that together, looks like he's taking over and we're out. So... But the moral of the story is, you can't put five independent incriminating facts together. They don't always make up an accurate picture, but with the ship they cut with big people, and they didn't see it that way. But just understand that that was their mistake, but that wasn't the biggest mistake. The biggest mistake was they didn't ask Yaakovina. And that's an affront to keep it of aim and not asking, he's the God of the And it's a keep it of aim issue. They didn't ask him, they said he's not gay, but because obviously he thinks yes, is the one that's supposed to take over, and we don't think it's accurate. Yes, but they didn't know that. Everybody always thinks in a machlekes that the other guy's like the other dover. So you know, it's always like that. But we're talking about big people. But Yaakov was bigger, as big as the shit they call were. He was still Yaakov, you know. So besides the not asking the pesach adar, not assuming they haven't given there, it was an affront to keep it up. Hey, they were making a huge decision for the family that's going to affect Yaakov, you know, and them, and yes, in a very personal, uh, difficult way for many years to come. So. That was the uh, first example. The other example we spoke about was Shem. We spent a lot of time on it last week, where again, they didn't ask Yaakovina, but they thought he'd be too conservative, and they wanted to take care of it. And they felt Yaakovina agreed to the first part of the plan, that if anybody starts up, you'll kill them, and it's, you'll get them weak, and you'll take Dina. And they said, yeah, we'll take Dina, and we want to make sure no one's coming back after us. They had all sorts of Yeshuv, but still, they didn't ask, and Yaakovina was visibly upset, so he wasn't visibly upset by Yesed, because he didn't know. And it's Mahasi Shainim, the Farsham on Chumash, whether you ever found out, as startling as that might sound. Go straight to Vayichi and see the Ramazim, Machalik is Rashi Ramban, whether he makes Ramazim in the Brachas for it, according to some of Farsham. Did he ever really know the whole story? Did he ever find out? <laughs> what? There was a Shvua that they wouldn't say anything. It was about Yitzchavinu who knew. Machalik didn't say anything, so he didn't find out right away. The question is, what was Yitzchavinu at the beginning? So the Mafarshim pointed this out already. Torah Yosef. Either he thought he was dead, or worse, 
he thought he was injured somewhere, probably would be suffering or being sold as a slave, as an injured slave and suffering somewhere else, which is worse than the other alternative. And the question is, did he know that the Shvatim had a direct hand, or did he, uh, which would have been nice, blissfully unaware to the day that he was Nifter, which would have been better for the emotional state of anybody, but whether that's true or not. The third example, also from Parsh Vayishlach, is Ruven. And this is the one I just wanted to dwell upon for a few minutes because this comes up, it reminded me today when I had the Shailah that was Nagea to this. Uh, Ruven meant well, Yedil Hashem Shamayim, Kalaimer Ruven, Hatein Olotaye, certainly didn't do what the Chumash says he did. But he started off with his father's private affairs. Now he was doing it for Kibbenayim. Uh, my mother was. Uh, was in second place when the Akaris of Ayas is alive, Rochlimeinu, she has not to be behind the Shifcha. It's a very good Sfar, it's an excellent Sfar, keep it aim. The only problem is, you have to be able to disagree. So, this fits in with a lot of themes we spoke about thus far, and that is, many of them say, there's an Indian to be Chabad al-Chamisa, which we didn't discuss yet at all what the parameters are, but the Yudah says, it's certainly less than Kavad al-Chayim. So, here we have a situation, Leimenu is alive, Rochel wasn't his mother. But Yaakovinu can decide that he wants to mechabit. That's really what he did. He wants to mechabit the Akarat Sabayas, even though she wasn't here anymore, by taking the Shifcha and moving her in. Ruvain felt, borrowing this far as, well, that's, uh, we have a Chaim or we have, uh, she's not here anymore. Maybe a couple of Chaim should be better. So now he says that about keeping up aim when the child's trying to decide between a mother who is not here, a father who is here, they have contradictory orders. Ruvain's applying it to his mother, and the Karasabayas is no longer here, and making the decision for Yaakov. You know. Extreme kibbutzim, but not when the father disagrees. The main problem besides that was that it didn't ask him, and it was also um, a pretty private affair, and he like, made a decision to just move the bed to show that Al-Pikabala, um, the, the Shechina was on the bed, he also interrupted the, it was a front to cover the but children have to be very careful before they get involved in the disagreements or, if they're not disagreeing yet, the private affairs. The parents, even if they think they're doing the right thing for the parents, even for both of the parents. And this comes up often. Uh, today, Shaila happened to be with a very chosh of a bacher who meant well, and the parents are having a disagreement, a light word about something or a few things, and the kid is noticing it, which is unfortunate, but... So he asked his father, how's it going? So the father asked me, like, he didn't know what the... Like, on the one hand, you know, he wanted to be close to the son. He asked because he feels uncomfortable with the son, and he also is concerned. But the question is a good boy. The question's a little bit out of line. That's like moving also meant well. That move a thing, but that's not really a question. And Steve Eaton's discussing, should he answer the question? So he said, it's a work in progress, and, you know, everything will calm down may be, but the question shouldn't really be asked. Because the, the mere fact, even if you're trying to help out, the mere fact that that's an invasion of privacy and uh, you're a child and that's a parent is a very problem. Is there ever a case? Again, there are cases where if they, it's clear to you the parent wants the chizik or wants the involvement that really needs the help and you really can help out and you're not trying to take sides, maybe. But uh, you've got to be careful. It's certainly a child that has to be asked. Uh, when we discussed the famous case, the most famous case in the Gemara, where Rabchia started switching the milk and the flesh and the pizza and the, uh, and the steak, I don't think about that, pizza, the grilled cheese and the steak, 
And um, Rav Chaptano, that, you know, he figured that out, that the cuisine actually, you know, following directions over here, your mother really improved. So the fact that he even said your mother really improved, which the Chavasan told me, is not Lashon her. And the Gemara printed the whole story, is because it was so obvious in the house, this was an invasion of privacy, this was Maisa Mechayim, whatever was going on there. And the godless is, this past Shabbos at the Shabbat Brochus, where my Shrag has asked me, he said, well, what do you make of the Gemara that uh, Rav told Rav Chia, it's uh, pretty smart, However, don't do it. Linda Lashan Dabashekar. So the first say that you can live in a Dakashalam, but not like three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and supper. And he didn't want him doing it, even though it would be a hetter for his needed, because well, why should you get used to lying all the time? It's been fine for 28, nine years. That's fine. But Besachatvarim, Rav Tzavabchi, says, you know, you're smarter. I don't know why I didn't think of that. So Ashwagar asked me, why didn't you think of it? Interesting question. He says, that's, that's a good chab. Why didn't I think of that? So why didn't you think of it? So. We came up with two Mahalchem. I wanted to tell you that he wasn't sure it was a hetem. It didn't really bother him that much to start lying named Dr. Sholem is when it's a serious uh, situation. You have to lie because there's going to be an eruption. He didn't really care. Rav was so not Magushim. He's running Klai, so that Melchik Fleshik, it was a, you know... That's what I said. He didn't care. So he said, no, but he did say, I, I should have thought of that. So he didn't think of it because he didn't care enough to waste time thinking about it. And the son saw it, so he wanted to do something about it. But nobody criticized Abkhia for getting involved, as I'm saying, even though, even after this whole schmooze, because it was just so obvious. And he didn't tell Rav Todd, you might have switched the way. just went and did it himself. He didn't really talk to him about it. So he kept it private. And Rav commented later that, you know, things improved. And Rav told him not to do it because the I was getting used to it. So either Rav didn't think of it because it didn't mean as much to him, or he didn't think it was a hetter because maybe Lime Dr. Sholem is because it's a hetter because things are going to be very, very disrupted. There'll be big machlekes, but something small like that, he didn't think it was mutter. But then when Rav Chia did, he said, you know, for the one second of annoyance, so how do we know this? A riot to this? What's the original case the Gemara says of the Ramiz and Chumash? You're allowed to Lime Dr. Sholem. What was the original example from Chumash? Yeah, Adonis Cain. As I mentioned, so he was in his 90s. So can you imagine Avinu saying, she called me old? Avinu could get... If we make a ration, it would be one millionth of a millisecond. And Chiddush is, that Kosh Baruch Hu changed it just for that, for that enhancement of Shalom bias. But we know that now, maybe Rav felt that this is, really doesn't bother me. His son felt it wasn't recovered. I'm going to change things. So he told him, you know, it's fine. Just don't. Good chap. Uh, not interested. Imagine just if you're working here, you have to start lying all the time. So it's a delicate topic, and there's no absolute rule, but it certainly, it certainly is a shayla. Yes. Is it similar? So when Shmuel and I came, it was um, wanted to bring the carbon. No, he was looking for for David. Yeah, yeah, he came to anoint them. All the brothers. So if they would have killed David after he was, uh, it's different. They, if somebody, if one of your brothers becomes king, that doesn't mean he's out. To get rid of you or push you out of Klaisrol. Here we're building Klaisrol. So they say, uh oh, Amavinu had Yitzchak and Yishmal. Yishmal was out, Yitzchak was in. And Yitzchak had Yaakov and Esav. Esav was out, and Yaakov was in. So you sort of have a pattern over here. Machlik is how many makes a Chazaka. Machlik is in the Gemara. And now we have Yasef, who is being given grand honors, sleeves down to here to show he doesn't work. And we're working, and then he's talking Lashonara about us. Now, Yosef, they didn't accuse Yosef with all the hatred of trying out of spite to talk Lashonara. He just said, Yosef looks at us as a Russian. He's telling Yaakov in Lashonara, and Yaakov doesn't think we're a Russian. What happens when everybody's convinced some of the brothers are Rosh and the other one isn't? The answer is, they're out, and he's in. So You put all that together, that's a pretty serious 
set of circumstantial evidence. None of it was true. Yosef was trying to, he was just supporting the news. No, the dream was made matters a lot worse. First, he started telling them, he said, oh, this is funny, we probably look like Rashan by now. And he's learning all day with our father, and we're, uh, we're learning also, but then we're tending the sheep, and he's not working, and we are, and um, they're looking at the pattern. And then he comes to the dream. This year, you're all bowing down to me. That didn't bode well for their theory. But again, uh, so he's going to be the one. He'll be the one, and they're going to be what? So we have no problem with somebody being a melech, the other one's being subject. See, the melech is subject. No problem with Kayim Levium. Especially Levium. Right? So what's the issue? The answer is no issue, as long as the other ones are not out. They were worried based on the pattern, they're going to be out. And they wanted to be, so Yishai's brothers, uh, well, everybody's human, I'm sure they were, Aliyev was probably a little upset because he was so good and he was so near perfect, he was almost king, he was possible because he'd get angry later. <laughs> he didn't get angry yet. He had the possibility of getting angry. That's how, that's how tight the composi- competition was. But okay, we didn't. We don't find that they were out to get David afterwards. To their to their so credit, we, we don't find it. To their, we don't, we don't find it. And David was not interested in throwing. Had no ability to, and was not interested in throwing them out of the family or Kaliyim. But in the formation, this was a this is a problem. Okay, we the last two minutes of the share last week said uh, that uh, we're going to have to. Carefully outline the next sugya, which comes up. I would say Layelena, but it comes up in regular. People get old. That's a positive thing. We want them to get old because the alternative, Rachmalasan, is that they don't. So people get old once in a while. They need, uh, when they're 116 years old, they need a B12 shot. Is that a good example? I won't say your name. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, you need uh, just regular people, hopefully nothing serious. Uh, even if they're young, they get a, pl- they get a splinter. So can a child who is either a doctor or a nurse or just adept at sterilizing needles and digging for splinters, or a dentist, I say, you came back the right night. So I've been asked to shadow by dentists. My father was asked recently, so my father doesn't have a dental plan. He needs a lot of work, and it's like $5,000, and he asked me if I could do it. The answer is no, we're going to take a week, a week and a half to figure out what the parameters are. I said, you have a partner? He said, yeah. I said, your partner will do your father and you'll do his father. That's a way out. Uh, but you cannot do uh, even uh, a cleaning, or maybe especially a cleaning, causes often some, some blood. And um, drilling for cavities, by the way, there's no blood in teeth. Can you, uh, can you just drill, a, can you fill a cavity without blood? or even a, What? Uh, your patients are still taking injections? They're not brave enough to just take the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a good idea. Uh, I thought they give this. They still give injections. I thought they give that stuff on the gums. That they need a real... Like real cavities, they need... Okay. So injections is going to be the topic of discussion the next few nights because it's a complicated topic. And, and this comes up in Baruch Hashem. Everybody could be young, healthy, old and healthy. But this Shiloh comes up. What? A flu shot. A flu shot, right? Flu shot, or comes up with diabetics who can live to 116, healthy life, and they need a lot of shots. Nowadays, that Shaila is Baruch Hashem leaving us because they have pumps and they have all sorts of things that are giving their, their, their the inventions are getting, uh, the technology is getting better, and um, they don't have to do that anymore. The Hoshapa Shailas are getting less severe because of that. So, but there are enough things going on that the Shaila does come up all the time. And the Sugi and the Gemara and the Shainim is relatively short, and the Achorinim uh, tried to put it together. So let's uh, at least start tonight on page one in front of you. Sugi and Sanhedrin and Perak Elohena Nechnokin. 
We all know that Skila Seva Herig and Chenek, various Averis have different Mises based. If you look at the top line of the Mishnah for a moment, Elohena Nechnakin Hamaka Ovidimoi. And that's Allah Maitza. If he hits Bamezid, it's Chenek. And we're going to discuss the Shaygeg, and that's the severity of uh, the medical procedures, because we're dealing with something. If you make a mistake, you're talking about a Shigis Chenek. That's the expression we're going to use. It's not Chenek, because doing it for Shaygeg, if it cuts too much, but it's a Shigis Chenek. As opposed to when a doctor is working on a regular Yisrael, who's a friend of his, it's a mitzvah that writes after the Kamecha, which is by parents also. But the Gemara is going to get into the downside of the parents. And uh, as we mentioned in the previous Shirm, uh, simple American activities such as playing basketball with your father, football, and the like, it's mutter. Start off with that. But you've got to be very careful. Basketball is more mutter if you don't foul them. You're not supposed to do anyway. He goes up for the shot, just let him take the shot. Which. It's very simple for some kids, and other kids look at me like I have four heads. I should let him take the shot just like that, two points, just, just like that. I'm just... <laughs> so I try to tell him, I said, yeah, we're talking about like um, a sharp slap to the hand with a little black blue marker, which I wrote a chenek, you know. Uh, and losing is um, Gehenim, but what would you rather? Gehenim in this world or Gehenim in the next world? Like it's, you know, that's what you really have to start explaining. It's not about winning or losing, it's about how you play the game. So if you have a Yetzirah to do that, and it comes, and many children have told me, and I heard this then, this is not a Chumramah, this is like, this is serious stuff. We're, we're talking about Xerah, the Rabbanah, possibly, of taking out a splinter where you might cut too much, fouling in every game, there might be five or ten instances like that. That's serious business. Tackle football, I don't have any great head there for. If you're playing tackle football in Muncie, in the snow, five feet of soft, powdery snow, and he's wearing many layers, and you go easy on him, maybe. That's a lot of ifs. Otherwise, the ground is hard, and people, when they throw something to the ground, the guy, there's a chance. You don't need a vada here. We're talking about Yisurim, just don't even do it because you might, and there's no mitzvah to play football. <laughs> it's a mitzvah to heal somebody. So it's a kalvachemer. It's very important. People, whenever you talk about the sports, they say, well, I never heard of this chumrah. It's not a chumrah. The Gemara is talking about debating whether it's mutter to do a medical procedure, which is a mitzvah deraisa normally, but after that, it's And certainly keep it up. You're helping them. And here, okay, well, I play ball with you. Very nice. Uh, might, maybe some foreign keep, keep it up. <laughs> maybe he's being a Jew. You're helping him or both. But uh, tackle football uh, without or, or a very hard touch or somewhere in between. Is uh, dangerous and basketball depends how hands up you are. Volleyball is good if you're not by the net and he's not by the net, or you're by the net and he's not. Um, you're saying a guy can hit the ball and it can bounce off his forehead. I don't know if you have to be, that's already not. How many bruises do people get? Unless they thing got a bruise in volleyball. Yeah, he, he, no one's throwing you to the ground. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. If he's not by the net, you're not. You're both on the back. You're serving, and he's in the back, daydreaming. The ball's, the ball's straight down. The serve goes up. Right. As I said, you're serving. Ball's going up at an arch like this. Gravity. I don't even know if that has anything to do with you. It's gravity. Okay, that's a whole different look in the headroom when you have the projectile. But what? Scrabble is it. Uh, <laughs> Scrabble. I'm going to start throwing leathers in I mean, if you play risk, you're bringing in 100,000 soldiers and conquering a country. That could be dangerous also. Um, but they're just represented. You've got you to think about these things in all seriousness. Uh, I, I don't think volleyball is uh, so much of a contact sport. But uh, if you... Um, one son was playing serious ice hockey with his father. I said, what are you thinking? He says, not as bad as football. I said, maybe. 
might be worse depending on whether it's a touch or uh, he's, he's throwing him against the wall and he's <laughs> having a great time. But uh, you gotta be, uh, you gotta be careful. And part of the discussion is going to be, the fascin- it's a fascinating medical discussion, is, uh, you know, what's a cover? And you throw him against the wall, he might not be crying, or he might be very happy that he gets a chance to play with his son, the son's so good. He probably has a bruise of two or three. That bruise is bleeding that has not come out of the skin yet, which is a chiyuv chenek So this is a pretty serious, so the Gemara frame of reference is going to be talking about where you have a mitzvah, otherwise, well, it would have been a mitzvah to heal him and help him. And even that, there might be gzeir drabanam. Uh, we're not going to be able to start the Gemara now, but the machlek is going to be, is there gzeir drabanam? Are there any exceptions when you're the only guy around? And what does it mean you're the only guy around? So, Mr. Shem will start the Gemara tomorrow.